Team, welcome. Happy Thursday. Welcome to uh, Thursday Night Coaching. What we're going to be doing this evening is, there's a few things I want to dive into, but ultimately I want to look back and encourage you to reflect on the last quarter because we are now quarter of the way through the year. The first quarter has gone. We are into the second quarter now. And as much as we don't look at our physical and health progression in terms of business quarters, it's useful to be able to look back and go, actually, what have I achieved between now and, uh, sorry, between the beginning of the year and April the 1st? Because when we reflect on that, we can start to see the progression that we've made. Now, ultimately, I've been reflecting on everybody's um, everybody's 90-day goals for those that set them at the beginning of the year. And I would have told most of you at the time that you will exceed these goals. Every single person has. Every single person has. And it's been absolutely fantastic. You know, yes, there's been a few people, uh, sorry, there's been a few um, things that have been going on in life. That's cool. That's definitely acceptable. That is something that we need to accept, predict, and just work around because, let's face it, folks, life happens and we need to accept that. And also, there's been quite a few lessons, I think, from things that we've been, Mr. Mark Morris is here, welcome, things that have been getting in our way, things that we've learned, things that have been quite a common occurrence in some of our coaching calls together that I think are really quite pertinent because as much as they're all pretty much individual to you, there's a lot of things that I would have been saying to you over and over again, there would have been a few more things that have been repeated simply because we've been facing them more and more. And actually what we need to do, folks, is we need to look at those and analyze them and say, well, actually, okay, what has Ben been rabbiting on at me for the last three months? You know, what, what has that been all about? Was that actually looking at, was that looking at, you know, having a clear divide between work and social? Was that, you know, looking at managing my time? Was that looking at logging when I'm eating? Was that looking at my morning routine, my non-negotiables, your daily anchor, all these things? These are the things that we need to take into quarter number two, because we are then progressing. As soon as we get to the end of quarter number two, we're halfway through the year, quick maths. And ultimately, what we need to do there, folks, is we need to make sure that we are progressing, we are making our way forward. Now, what I invite you to do, folks, like you would have all done when you've had your monthly feedback forms, is now look forward and go, right, okay, well, in the next 30, 60, and 90 days, so by the end of April, by the end of May, by the end of June, where do I want to be? What do I want to have achieved? Now, this is something that we can do a bit of a deep dive on. If you've got a notebook, grab yourself a notebook, grab yourself a pen and start writing some of these things down because when we start to look and put onto paper the goals that we are trying to achieve, that is when we get clear on what we actually need to do to be able to achieve them. It's all fine and good having a list in your head, but a list in your head doesn't get achieved. A list written down does. I have a special notebook. I'm an absolute pimp for notebooks. I love, love a good notebook. And I've got a separate one, which has got goals and training in it. And I reflect um, on quarters. I had a quite, it was my 30th birthday last month. So I had a bit of a sort of decade, um, decade sort of reflection, which was quite nice. And just to have a look at that and see what, okay, what are the lessons I've learned? Same principle for your after action reviews. What have I learned? What went well? What have I learned? What didn't go well? What do I need to change for next time? How have I become better because of the last three, three months? Because when you look at it in that sense, then you're planning to go through this uh, in a more productive and proactive way. It's all fine and good saying that health and fitness is just like training plan and eating well, logging some food and that sort of thing. And just kind of like bimbling yourself forward. But we need to get super strict on this, folks. We need to get clear. We need to set intention. 
Mr. Mark Morris, big plans for June. Tell me about those plans. What are those plans for June? You know, pop them in the comments. Let everyone know. Claire Molyneux, you, you know, you and I are off to Austria at the end of next month. Mr. Tony, uh, Tony Hairsign, you're off to uh, you're off to run the 10 at the end of this month. Big goals coming up. Sarah Howard got you at Panic Half Half Marathon. Big goals coming up. Mr. Mark Morris, you've got a 10K coming up next month as well. You know, we need to look at these goals and then we need to break them down. Okay, what do I need to achieve in order to, sorry, what do I need to put in place in order to achieve those goals? What are the action steps? What are the KPIs, key performance indicators? It might be a bit of an ugly word for those who work in sort of management roles, but KPIs when it comes to our goals are very important because when we look at them, we break them down, we can start to go, right, actually, these are the simple things. We can look at something that's so big, the goal can be so big that we just don't really want to do anything about it and it, it can overwhelm us. But if you just chip it down, you go, well, actually, I need to dial this in, this in, this in, this in, and this in. And in order to do that, I need to put this action point, that action point, and this action point into place. That makes sense, team? Because when you're doing that, you know, you are... Sorry, I've got a fly hanging around. It's really, really distracting. When you do that and you break it down, you're taking this big goal that can sometimes put you off, and you can break it down. Let me, let me walk you through an example. Cape, the Cape Wrath Trail is one of my challenges coming up this year, and there's no doubt about it, it's going to be the biggest challenge I've ever done in my entire life. It's going to be the hardest thing I've ever done, and it's going to be a bloody hard two and a half. Um, going to be a bloody hard two and a half days. Now, you could look at 231 miles across the Scottish Highlands and go, "I know I bloody well did." And you go, "All right, how the hell am I going to do that?" And then you do this, folks. Two seconds. <clears throat> what you do, folks, is you get that goal and you break it down to objectives. This is one of 10 boards that covers the entire Cape Wrath Trail. Now, it's easy to look at a path and go, just, just too bloody hard. I can't contemplate running that far. I struggled contemplating running that far. Not many people can contemplate running, running that far because it's a bloody long way. But if you get it on a piece of paper and you break it down and you go, right, well, there's this section, there's that section, there's that section, there's this section. And you do it for the entire route, for the entire goal. You don't need to get a map, obviously, for every single one of your goals, but you need to break it down into manageable chunks. All of a sudden, 231 miles becomes, uh, oh, I tested my memory, 360-odd kilometers. That then becomes an average of eight minutes per kilometer in order to achieve a, I think that I think that the planning of that got me to about 48 hours to complete the route. Clearly, I need to stop. I need to sleep. I need to eat. So let's add on, you know, roughly, roughly 12-ish, 15-ish hours extra for that because there's going to be hills and bits and pieces. And all of a sudden, that 231-mile route can be achieved in 63 hours. What you're doing here is you're breaking this down. You know, I'm not just massaging. You know the challenge that I'm doing. What I'm doing here, folks, is breaking down what can seem like a really, really big challenge. Do your half marathon could see that. A 10K could seem like that. You know, doing your first public event could see that. You know, whatever it is, these events are exactly... Bloody fly. These events are exactly the same. You break them down into simple mathematics or simple principles, you are able to chunk down the overall route. I get overwhelmed now looking at OS maps and I've got the entire route logged down. I've had to break it down to legs because it's just too much to look at. You know, 231 miles is a flipping long way. And to think, oh, I know what the mountains look like, I know what the trails look like, it's horrible. It's going to be horrible. 
But you break it down into that mathematics, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well actually that seems doable, you know, an average of eight minutes per kilometer. That's that's quite a, that's quite a reasonable time to be able to maintain. All I've got to do is eat, and I've got to do some sleeping, I've got to do some drinking, and I've got to get to the end. Well, then you look at that and go, well, okay, 63 hours does look quite manageable. The previous record was four and a half days, not two and a half. And all of a sudden you're like, well, actually, you have a sense of confidence because you've got competence in the fact that you can break that goal down. Now, if you go into each, every single one of those 30, 60, and 90 days with that same attitude, what is it that I'm trying to achieve? Right, well, I've got a half marathon coming up in two weeks. What do I need to achieve for that? Right, well, I need to check in with Ben, make sure I've got my program good to go. Once that's dialed in, I need to make sure I've dialed in my nutrition. I need to go into base camp. I need to look at the nutrition video that's going to dial me in for that week up to race day. If I've got a running goal, I need to check in with me. I need to check in with Claire. I need to make sure that we are good to go. If you've got something coming up in May, then you've got a little bit more time to play around with it. There's logistics to think about. And you break it down into everything you need to know. Because as soon as you leave no stone unturned, folks, then you are starting to find the method in order to get to um, success in those goals. And that, folks, is not just limited to health and fitness. That is also applicable to business goals, to relationship goals, to life goals. I can smell my dinner burning goals. That's weird. Uh, you know, to all of these different things that are going on, because what you're doing is the same principle. You're breaking things down. I want to get a promotion at work. Well, what do I need to achieve for that? Somewhere, somewhere, someone somewhere has probably got a list of things that you need to achieve in order to get that promotion at work. I need to reinvigorate my relationship or my social life. What do I need to do? Well, I need to go out with friends. I need to have date nights. I need to actually have time off. I need to put time aside. I need to make sure I'm managing my time. Great, okay, well... What am I doing on Friday nights? Well, Friday nights are pretty good. Or Wednesday nights. Okay, we're going to have date nights. Or I'm going to have, like, going out, you know, for a hike or a run or something with friends night. You know, I need to dial in my nutrition. Great. Well, maybe I'm going out with friends too much. I need to dial that in to make sure that I'm not, you know, just treating my body like landfill. You know, all of these things help you get yourself into a position where you can prepare for each of the 30, 60, and 90 days going forward. So what I invite you all to do, folks, you've all got a long weekend this weekend, I hope. Anyone working? Sorry. Um, we've got some time this weekend. We're in the beginning of May. 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th of May. We're coming into Easter. May, April, what am I on about? April, we're coming into Easter. What I want you to do, folks, what I invite you to do, is write down what you want to achieve this month, next month, and by the end of June. By the end of June, we're halfway through the year. Halfway through the year. And... What do you want to have achieved halfway through 2023? Mr. Mark Morris is yomping through Scotland for a week with minimal gear and minimal supplies. I'm assuming is that Hadrian's Wall that you're talking about there, Mark, because that sounds awesome. Um, or have you got another trip to Scotland? In which case, I want to know because that sounds awesome. Because when we break down these goals, when we get clear on the goals, we get clear on the process and the path in order to get there. Maybe you've been really, really invigorated by starting your running journey, your cycling journey, your swimming journey, your gym journey, whatever it is. And you want to progress that. Brilliant. Get a goal down. Doesn't need to be an event. Doesn't need to be a specific time. It could be, I want to start my first trail run. I want to go from, I want to go from road running to trail running, you know? Because when we look at that, then what we can do is break down that goal. Mr. Mark Morris, another trip. Amazing. Where are you heading, Mark? Give us a clue. You're being very, very secretive. I like it. Give us a clue. Let us know where you're going. Now, in addition to that, folks, 
I want to share a couple of things that I was thinking about when I was doing my sort of quarter one review, uh, looking at my own sort of performance, both as, you know, a business owner, as a person, as an athlete, but also just understanding where I've come for the first quarter of this year. And I was asked a question, what does your rich life look like? Now, rich life is not having tons and tons of money. Rich life is not, well, I mean, it could be, but rich life for a lot of people isn't just about money, right? We know that money is a facilitator to doing things that make us happy. But I want you to think about what does your rich life look like? And if we change the word rich for best, what does your best life look like? How are you treating yourself? How are you thinking about yourself? What's your internal monologue saying to you? What are your habits saying to you? What are your actions saying about you? What adventures are you getting on? Who do you spend the most time with? How do you show up at work? How do you show up at home? Because when we think about these things, then we can start to piece together with absolute clarity and really go into the weeds here as to what that best life looks like. Because folks, you have... I don't, want to sound, I, want, I don't want this to sound like some sort of American cliche motivational speak, but each, each and every single one of you have got the power and the ability to make whatever you've just described there or whatever's going through your head now or whatever you're doing if you're reviewing this after, that vision, you have the power to make that come true. You do. You do. Does it turn out exactly how you saw it? In my experience, maybe not. But you can get a good 80 to 90% of the way there. And that, not necessarily margin for error, but that difference is life experience. That difference is understanding that actually what you're envisaging, the exact thing may not happen, but you're still going to enjoy the journey along the way. It's like planning a road trip. Yeah, you can plan a road on a map that goes from A to B, but you can't plan for the texture of the road, the surface of the road, the traffic that you're going to find, the places you're going to see, the weather... All these things, that's that 20%. But you've got to get clear on what it is that you're actually trying to achieve. What that, what that dream life is. What that best life is. When you get clear on that. And you really give it some thought. And you write it down. You don't half-arse it. You don't just, don't just think about it while writing into the notes app of your phone. Looking at your Instagram notifications with flipping house on TV. Like, think about it. Go and sit outside. It's a beautiful evening this evening. The sun's out. Go and sit outside and think about it. Do it this weekend. Think about it. What is it you're trying to achieve? And my challenge to each and every single one of you watching this and listening to this on repeat after is only to think about that and always jump on here, jump into hyper support and summarise it to me in a few succinct points. Because that's my challenge to you folks to really get to grips with what it is that you're actually chasing. Every single person here has seen remarkable progress since the beginning of the year. Where's it going? It's like that mindset um, talk that we did a couple of months ago now on that Thursday. And I got you all through that workshop and we dived into some deep and quite personal and meaningful questions. We are going to do that again, by the way, folks. You know, I want you to think about that. I want you to reflect on it. I want this to invigorate your mind. I want this to stimulate emotive thoughts because you have to do this. You have to. You can't just jog and eat apples and hope to find happiness because you won't. 
You need to understand what happiness is first. You know? You need to understand what that is. And for that, you've got to keep going back to it. You've got to get a book out. You've got to write some notes down. And you've got to reflect on it. You've got to understand it. Because that goal is going to change all the time. The goal is going to change. Goal posts can change. Your attention to stuff can change. But you've got to make sure that you're alongside that. As that mindset is changing, it's changing your approach to fitness, to food, to everything else, your adventures, all the rest of it that you're trying to do. If you can dive into that and you can understand that and you can see it's going forward, then you're more present in your own mindset, in your own thought processes. And what that helps, team, what that helps with is when the proverbial hits the fan, when you're panicking because you've got lots of things coming up over the next couple of months, it's getting really busy and you're worried that you're going to start letting your body go, letting your training go, letting that little monkey in your head start talking at you because you're worried about that. Being absolutely crystal clear. That's why every month on the monthly review, I ask you, scale from one to five, how clear are you on the goals that you're trying to achieve? If it's five, you are laser focused and nothing's going to push you off. If it's one, you're swimming in treacle. And you will get pushed over by all these things that will come and batter you around a little bit. All these things that are going to niggle at you. All these things are going to get in your way. New shiny things that are going to take you off the path. It's all fun and good having offers from people to go and do stuff. But what if that stuff doesn't align with you? What if you don't have the time for that? What if it's not on the same path? It's all fun and good to have these things on parallel paths. But opportunities like this will come up again. But are you sticking to your guns, being assertive to yourself, and doing the job that you need to do? Think of it like a business. I think it's probably the best analogy I can come up for this one. Think of it like a business. You know where the business wants to go, right? Let's say you're in a business and you want to make... In the next two quarters, you want to make £10,000, all right, for ease of maths. Yeah, let's run with this. You're a new business. You've just started your business. You want to make £10,000 in the next six months, okay? Now, your business is getting off to a really, really good start. You're having some success. You're getting some people in. You're doing some things with people. You are creating this product. Let's say you are, let's say this is a business creating training diaries. You're a business creating training diaries, okay? And other things. Maybe training diaries, training posters. You are specialising in training stuff. Stationery, right? And you're like, I want to make 10 grand in six months. That's my business goal. And then somebody else turns up and goes, hey, they're really good. They're really good training diaries, they are. Have you considered getting like pens? Have you considered doing an app? Have you considered doing this? And you're like, these are really good ideas. Maybe I should do an app. Maybe I should get that electronic version. Actually, yeah, an ebook of this training diary so that people can like fill it in on their tablet. That's a really good idea. And you start to go with this idea. And then all of a sudden, that's costing you more money because there's more systems, there's more things, there's more drains on your energy, your attention, your drive. All of a sudden, sales of training diaries are kind of not climbing as much as you'd want them to. And then when you're getting three months into that six months, you've only made £2,000. But you're developing this e-thing. And it's cool, but you're only making £2,000 over this side. It's taking away from the stimulus and the potency of that goal, which was your main goal. You started on day one saying, I wanted to make £10,000 in this business doing that. You've got to remember that things like this, that, that the e-book for the training diary, 
that's still going to be there in the future. No one's just going to take that idea and patent it and nothing's ever going to happen again. Opportunities aren't just going to disappear and never come back again. The likelihood is, especially adventure opportunities, if people are saying, hey, come and do this or come and do that or go and do this or go and try that, these opportunities will come up again. But the, the most important thing that each and every single one of you needs to do, team, if I can tell you what you need to do, each and every single one of you needs to stick to your guns. You need to do yourself the favour. It's like... It's like being in a... <laughs> I'm going down the road of analogies now. It's like being in a relationship and you're going through a rocky term, right? And you make the agreement with that other person. You're like, okay, you know, I really care about you and you, know, you really care about me. Like, we've got to make this work. But clearly, we've got some issues that we need to deal with, right? And as you're going through that rocky period, you're like, look... Let's give it two months. Let's give it two months. Now, if your heart's in that and you're like, two months, I'm in it. Let's go. Come on. We will make this work. We will make this work. We will make this work. You're not going to be like, ooh, something shiny. Ooh, someone else. Ooh, something else. If you're committed to that goal, you need to see those two months out. You need to. It's like a court-mandated two months, right? You have to see that time out in order for you to achieve that goal for yourself. Because if you don't, you will constantly flutter around like a hummingbird to all the other different goals. And you will very slowly gain traction in the trajectory that you're trying to go. Like the sales analogy, which is probably the best one that fits in this, in this overall sort of picture here. If you just stick, right, I sell training diaries. I'm selling these, I'm selling these training posters, and I'm selling pens for the training diaries. So that... Mark Morris, I'm going to pick on you, so that Mark Morris comes in, he wants his training diary, he wants to put a training poster up in his shop, and he wants to have a pen to fill in his training diary. I know that Mark needs that, so I'm going to sell him to that for that amount of money, I'm going to focus on that and keep driving those sales. All of a sudden, by month four of six, you've made 10 grand. You've hit the goal. Or, you're on, on track to make that 10 grand by month six. You are sticking to your guns, you are doing the goal, and you are fulfilling the role that you are trying to do. When you get to that, and you're like, I've done, done, done 10 grand, great, I've done the goal. Actually, that, that, that e-training book idea thing, that was a really good idea. I'm going to look into that, but I'm going to continue those sales going up. I'm going to look what the next goal is, because that's continuing forward, and I'm seeing progression and momentum. I'm going to start playing with this idea over here in the background, and I'm going to see if I can add that into that momentum. You see the difference, folks? What we're not doing is we're not just taking our eyes off in blinker fashion from one thing to another thing. What we're doing is we're allowing ourselves the time period, the commitment to see something grow. It's like the old adage of the bamboo tree, isn't it? The Chinese bamboo tree that you plant it and you have to water the ground for something like six years or something like that. Um, I'm sure the analogy gets changed every single time I've heard it on like success podcasts and stuff like that. But you water the ground for six years, okay? And it takes, after, after six years of constant watering, it takes six months, or sorry, six years of watering and nothing breaks through the soil, right? Six years of watering, nothing breaks through the soil. As soon as it breaks the soil, it takes six months to climb 90 feet. Bosh, up, whoop, straight up. What you need to do, folks, is you need to recognise that as we are progressing through our goals, as we are building, yes, we're still seeing success, but we are still a patch of dirt being watered for that period of time. If you're seeing growth, awesome. Keep going, because you're not just going to see growth and chin off a plant 
you're going to see growth and you want to see it flourish, you want to see it flower, you want to see it be its absolute best. If you're all budding plants, we're going very cliche now with my analogies, then you need to make sure that you are giving yourself the time, the commitment, the discipline, the effort to keep that goal going. Don't just do a little mini goal and stop because you think you've done something and that's it and you don't need to have any more time off. You need to be in the mindset of that's the goal. I've achieved this mini goal along the way. I know I'm making progression. I know I'm making momentum. Now I'm on to the next goal. Keep going. Keep going. Yes, you're having rest broken in there, and that's why I program you in rest and deload weeks and other bits and pieces. And Claire will do the same with your running as well. There's a there's a there's a there's a there's a reason for that. There's a reason we need to have long weekends off because we need to ensure that we're resting and resting along our progression, because that all plays into it. But rest is not do something and then take three weeks off. Rest is do something, rest up for the adequate amount of time and then move on to the next thing constant progression because you need it it's a bit like running a kilometer on a treadmill once you've run a kilometer what do you do stop no you're going to fall off the back of the treadmill if you do that you're going to jump off you don't need to you can just keep running do the next kilometer do the next kilometer oh i'm tired hop off keep the treadmill running catch your breath for 10 seconds get back on it get the ground running next kilometer next kilometer next kilometer off breath back on and so the cycle goes on I'm getting enthusiastic here, folks, but this is how I would love for each and every single one of you to now be attacking the next three months. The next 30 days, the next 60 days, the next 90 days, all the way to actually when we have our mini meet for those who are coming uh, in Snowdonia, if you you want to come to Strivefest, and actually succeeding and putting in goals in place. I'm going to use uh, Lauren. I'm going to pick on Lauren um, because she's a fantastic ex example of this. Her 90-day goal was, where have you gone, Lauren? Was to lead a 6A plus indoor climb. For those who don't know, 6A plus is a grade of climb. It's a fairly cheeky climb. It's decent. And she wanted to lead it without feeling like she was going to fall off and die. I'm pretty sure, Lauren, correct me if I'm wrong, it was over a month ago that Lauren led a 6A plus. In fact, it was, she was with me when she did, she did one of them anyway. And has now been moving on to 6Bs, the next grade up. And has now been doing harder stuff, the next grade up. In the analogy of the training program, she'd made the 10 grand. But before the six-month period. Which meant that she can go, brilliant, what's the next goal? Bit of resting up, yes. A bit of requ recovery required, yes. And maybe a little bit work, more work on that side of life, yes. But we are constantly progressing. Constantly driving forward. Does that make sense? Is that landing? Drop me a comment if, if that's landing. Does that make sense? Tell me what your biggest takeaway is so far because I'm really keen. And also, Mark, tell me what the route is that you're doing in Scotland. I'd love to know. I know there's obviously a bit of a lag between me talking and you hearing on Facebook. Um, but that gives me a chance to catch my breath and figure out where I am and where we're going to go for the next period of this call. The next, the next part of this call, um, jump in the comments team, make sure I'm not just talking to myself. Um, but while you are doing that, I'm going to continue talking. The next part of the call is something that was a little bit fueled from, I listened to some Graham Hancock podcasts. For those who don't know Graham Hancock, go on to, I think it's on Netflix or it's on Disney. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Go on to Netflix and watch uh, Ancient Apocalypse and then you will be completely disillusioned with humanity. Um, and where we're at right now, and the fact that there was a 
you know, you'll be fully online with the theory that there was a extinct, more sophisticated version of humanity living many, many hundreds of thousands of years ago. Anyway, combination of that and watching this film called uh, Captain Fantastic was basically kind of put into perspective the world according to Ben, which is, I think there's a lot of, in my opinion, sorry if this is a bit morbid, in my opinion, a lot of, a lot of today's humanity is a little bit fucked, is it not? And there's a lot going wrong in the world. There's a lot wrong with people. And I think we've kind of lost connection with certain things. And the next thing, I just wrote this down because it kind of made me try to think of ways to get more in touch with how I authentically believe that I should be living and how I can help show that to other people through coaching and teaching and socials and stuff like that. And that was that humanity has the potential to be outstanding, revolutionary and the next level. And the thing is, a lot of us don't think that way. A lot of us don't think that we can be, we as individuals can be outstanding, revolutionary and that next level. We don't. We lack a lot of self-belief, a lot of self-confidence. I'd be... Fort William to Durness, that's the uh, Cape Wrath Trail, is it not? Because um, that's where I'm going. So if you're coming at the same time, amazing. Mark, let us know. Jump. Why, why have you not told me that? In hyper support, my friend. We need to catch up, dude. Because the thing is, I'll get back to it now. We don't... A lot of the people who come through the doors of the Adventure Coach, a lot of people I'm having conversations with in DMs and things like that, they will lack an element of self-confidence and self-belief. Lack an element of self-confidence and self-belief. They don't feel like they can be outstanding. They don't feel like they can be revolutionary. They don't feel like they can be the next level. It doesn't take much, though, does it, folks? And I hope you'll agree with this. It doesn't take much to really break that disbelief down. It doesn't take much to disarm that negative belief. Because now look at it. Now look at where you're at. You know? Now look at where each and every single one of you are. Because the thing is, what we need to do in order to accomplish this, what we need to do in order to build this through, what we need to do in order for each and every single one of you to achieve this outstanding, this revolutionary, this next level, is to break that down to goals. 30 days, 60 days, 90 days review. 30 days, 60 days, 90 days review. And constantly keep going, constantly keep going, constantly keep going. You know? And another th thought that I wanted to share with you was people need to do what they want to do. I want you to do what you want to do. It's a bit like what I was saying the other day. I was having a chat with Tony about this um, earlier today. You know when I was saying about introducing yourself by what you love to do, not what your job is? Well, your job doesn't define you. It doesn't. It doesn't. Even self-employed, running my own business, being a coach, doesn't define me. What defines me is the stuff that I love to do. What defines me is, the, is, is my character. What defines me is the activities I like to do outside of the job. Life's not about the grind. Life's not about the nine to five. It's not. It's not. It's about finding things that you enjoy to do. It's about living the five to nine. I think it was Alistair Humphreys that either wrote a book on or was did a lot of talks about actually what you can do from the five to nine, not just the nine to five. 
and he has like a list of adventures of like micro adventures and stuff that people can do from the five to nine you know and a lot of it is just sitting on a hill and sharing a hot chocolate or going for a little wild camp and then getting up in the morning and going to work that sort of thing and when you can fit these sort of things in when you can understand what you love to do and you don't just come home absolutely knackered from a day of work and you sit and watch tv and then do nothing else when you have a little bit of effort, a little bit of battery power that you can apply to doing something that helps you grow and develop, you become a much better person. And when you chime into that, when you can develop that, when you can drive with that, you progress. Now let's put that into perspective with the adventure coach. Every single one of you is working on the build phase, developing physical strength and fitness. Every single one of you is working on the manage phase, dialing in your health and nutrition. Every single one of you, willingly or unwillingly, is working on the forge phase. You are forging mental resilience. Whether you're struggling or whether you're finding it easier, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But you're all working on it. You're all developing in the adventure realm that you want to develop in. Whether that's just finding crazy stuff for you to do, or whether that's looking at going on long distance hikes or developing your running or developing your cycling, whatever it is, you are all developing a skill set. Sorry about the noise in the background. You are developing a skill set that is helping you progress. All four of those pillars of the adventure coach need to be capped with you having a dynamite vision on what it is that you want to achieve. And if you don't have a dynamite vision on an actual thing that you're trying to achieve, you need to have in your head the AI avatar of the version of you that you're trying to become. In 30 days, in 60 days, in 90 days. And if you want to take it even further, go five years into the future. What the hell are you trying to achieve? What, what are you trying to do? Where are you trying to go? Have a bit of long-term vision. But first break it down to that one, two and three month blocks. So that is my challenge to you folks. I'm going to end this call with this. I want to challenge you this weekend, over the long weekend. Jump on here, go into the hyper supports. I want you to write down five key bullet points. Five key bullet points of what you're trying to achieve in the next six at wrong. In your, what you're trying to achieve in the next 30, 60, and 90 days. In whatever realm. It could be work, it could be literally just in the gym. It doesn't matter. Whatever realm. What those five points need to do is they need to summarize the version of you that you're trying to achieve. And if every single one of you can do that, and by Tuesday morning, after a long weekend, and I check this again, I should have 21 messages waiting for me. If every single one of you can do that, then guess what? You've just plunked yourself right on the railway line going straight towards the goal that you're trying to achieve. You have the best team possible in your corner. But give us the direction that you want to go in. And for you to do that, look at the next 30, 60 and 90 days team. That is your challenge. Right. Let me know. What do you think of that? What are your thoughts? Where's your head at right now? Jump on into comments. Tell me something. Just while I'm checking them to make sure I've not missed anything. Awesome. Team, I don't think I've missed anything. What I want to do is I want to leave it there. 
Uh, I will be out of office for the long weekend, but I will pick up on everybody's messages on Tuesday morning when I am back in the office and back ready and raring to go. I'm booked in with a few of you for calls for next week. Again, as always, team, you can book a call at any time. At any time. The link to book a call with me, you can search in this Facebook group. You can go onto Basecamp and search call. It's on the front page of Basecamp as well and you're able to find it through the website as well. So you've got everything that you possibly need to book a call if ever you need it. I'll also be sharing the link automatically on Sunday, so it'll be on there. Your feedback forms will be through this weekend. And team, let's get after it. Have a wonderful long weekend. Looking forward to hearing all the stories of what you've got up to. Enjoy a rest if you're having a rest. Enjoy work if you're working. Enjoy just doing whatever it is that you're doing. And folks, I We'll be catching up with you all next week. But I'm looking forward to Tuesday morning and having 21 messages on my hyper support to see where you're all at and to see what you're doing. That is a challenge I put down to you. Don't pay lip service to it, team. Like I said at the very beginning, number one rule of the three rules for the adventure coach is shit in, shit out. What you put into this, you will get out of it. So commit yourself. Spend 10 minutes this weekend. Sat outside, write a few notes down, ping it on hyper, think about it, Send it to me, and let's go. Team, as always, it's a mega pleasure, and I will see you all very soon. Have a wonderful weekend. Peace.